So here's the thing about magic. You can't put it under a microscope. (laughs) And if you only think it exists when it's under a microscope, you're kind of fucked. Hi, everyone. Um, Wow. There are so many lessons in the medicine, in the ayahuasca. And it really has been like doing a PhD and seeing how we are. Um, I can say, so whatever your situation is, it really is a, a microcosm of what's going on in the world. And it's almost like we've so severed from nature right? Like the ape took over, you know, the Spanish Inquisition came to South America and wiped out all of these incredible practices of medicine. The Native American Indians, again, they were ambushed by the grotesque and pathetic and cruel um, ideologies of apes with their own ideology of fear and control over others. And they wiped out, you know, all the indigenous people in South America, most of them, and then another bloodbath when they came here, the Native Americans. And I say this because it's very interesting because both of them come up very powerfully in my ceremonies. Um, And it makes total sense, right? In this world, we're trying to control each other. You know, they'll go to the extent of, you know, killing millions of Jews to do that with some ideology about them being something wrong with them, right? And I've spoken about this before, but like one of the biggest forces is the dark in the world, evil. It rains around, right? And... Um, and fear and control. So here's a deal. If you get wiped out early on, I did, you know, I was sent out to be sexually abused. I fell asleep to it. I put it, in a, put it you know, underground in the shadow. I severed from it. And then I agreed to go along with the darkness that did it to me because I had no choice. So the interesting thing was or is, is when you, when some overwhelming thing happens to you as a child, the belief is, well, that's it. There is nothing else but this situation. So I have to submit and make this work. So basically for a child, there's either the situation or oblivion because they're powerless, right? You're powerless. Where are you going to go? You're not going to run anywhere with your diapers, right? You're just going to take the pain. And believe you me, there's a lot of pain in the world. And the thing about this medicine, and the thing that really saved me or let me go into that dark, because I had no idea I was severed. I just shut down all the horror that had happened to me and submitted and, you know, made him the victim and I became a mar. It was just this crazy narrative. All I was doing was refusing the truth of what had happened. I was like, well, I'm stuck here, right? I'm being sent out to be sexually abused for like satanic practices and weirdos by this parent who's my parent. So there must be, I must be wrong. And I better hurry up and make this work. Make him into the victim. (laughs) oh not me he's a victim right so in that darkness of not seeing of being powerless of being at the mercy of evil of the dark what is the option for a child it's either oblivion or you know basically agreeing to these conditions you don't believe there's anything else You don't know it was an ambush. You don't know you were hijacked by evil. You don't know anything. So you go along and placate the monster. 
That was my way of coping with the horror. Of course, my child is frozen and paralyzed in this place and I'm surrounded by demons that terrify me. All right. What has that got to do with the rest of the world? Well, it's classic. It's 101, what's going on now? And I was shown in a ceremony, like there was a before, you're one with everything. And there's an after when you're hijacked. There's a minute there are Indians and this, there are people that are practicing the jungle. And there's, then there's Spani- there's, you know, the Spanish Inquisition shows up with the ideologies of fear and control. And I'm going to control who you are. And you're sort of innocent and powerless. You're connected to the plants. And I'm going to show up with my muskets and my, you know, steel helmets and kill you. Be- or, or trans, you know, or convert you under the will of force and fear. The will of force and fear. Which is why religions are these massive corporations of men in funny outfits proclaiming to be the brokers for God. Oh, you can't get to God. You can't get to this divinity. Uh, 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 no, no. You're going to pay me in this service and you're going to listen to my shit all day. And, you know, you're not going to get there only through me. And I have to go practice, you know, all this stuff so that I become the power one. All right? Power. Ape over ape. Greed. Corruption. Who wins? It's all the same shit, whatever you look at. Religion, corporations, the world, climate change. Nobody gives a shit. They're just like, how much money am I going to make? How many people am I going to control? Right? It's the one over the all. Now look, don't get me wrong. I don't believe in socialism and I don't believe in, you know, I believe it's, you know, in the freedom of everyone, in capitalism. But there's one thing that all of this shit breeds. And that is when there's somebody controlling your vision, whatever that is, you're fucked. If that vision is controlled by fear, you're fucked. Whether you're living in a household where there's a crazy raging alcoholic, or you're being preached to by an organization that tells you, you know, if you don't listen to me, you're gonna go to hell, or whatever, it's all the same shit, it's all the same shit. It's one person having power over another. Which is why the pandemic was such a great reminder that there was unseen virus that no one controlled. That put everybody in a panic because no one could control it. For a minute, the whole world was like, oh my God, right? There's this invisible thing, we can't see it, oh my God. No one had control. Although, God knows, who knew if it was made of lab? I don't know, whatever. The fact is, it was let loose in the whole world. And suddenly everybody was like, oh shit. So, if I look at my own, and if you look at your own trauma, it's about captivity and hijacking and terror on a child, on innocence, on innocence. You are frozen and paralyzed by that terror in that place as an innocent child. And you are going to submit because you will leave. It's called el susto. That whole time will freeze. Your whole energy will be blocked and you will be hijacked by whoever did the injury. So here's the deal. If it's happening within the family unit, look at that massive confusion. I can't go against my parent. They're my parent. Oh, but wait a minute. Parents are supposed to protect you from the predator. But oh shit, the parent is the predator. And believe you me, I'm not the only one. There's millions of families in which the parent is the one that's injuring the child, whether it's sexual abuse, physical abuse, putting you down, just dumping all their darkness on children. So here's a double whammy. 
I'm powerless. Oh, fuck, it's a parent. I need to bond with that parent, but the parent is the predator. How the fuck do you deal with that then? You don't. You make the choice to bond with the parent. No matter what. Again, just look at these situations where children are being put in cages and hurt and abused and whatever. And, you know, the social worker comes and the child doesn't want to leave. That's the biggest trick in the book. Evil waiting on the banks of the river of energy to pick up kids. Now, I didn't know it happened. I severed. I put it in the dark. I agreed. I converted them into, into victims and I was the martyr that was going to save them. That was my way of coping with the uncopable. I don't know if that's a word, but anyway, you know what I'm saying. I had to make that work. Well, where was I going to go? There was nothing around me that told me anything different. In religions, they were just men preaching from some pulpit, nothing to do with fucking me. Shit. I didn't see anyone around me offering me redemption or a place to go. Shrinks couldn't get in. So it's, what, what do you do? Now, that's the one thing about this medicine. It's nature. And in that nature is information. It's where the oneness lies, where the origin of everything comes from, nature. The thing that we talk about as scientific terms, it's an experiential experience. We are nature as well. Everything is nature. The sea, the cat, you, goldfish, the rock, the mountain. It's all breathing energy. It all has spirit. Now we all want to control it. That's what apes do. That's where we are now. That's where we're all so fucked up. We're completely severed from nature. And we have submitted to the fear of other apes. That's all. So in this medicine world, the plant medicine world, you connect to the plants. Their spirit, you ingest their spirit and they're in you. And they begin to take out the distorted energies of the injury, the trauma. But what you experience is oneness, love, healing from something you cannot see, from a mystery that you cannot put under a microscope. You may be able to describe the essences and the ingredients of the medicine, the chakruna, the ayahuasca, what molecules it has, but you cannot describe that spirit that's inside of you scientifically. Now, I'm not against science, but I don't think it's the be-all and end-all. And especially when it comes to consciousness. We don't know where we came from. We have no idea. We keep making up all these stories. Science is a never-ending funeral of ideas, blown up by the next idea and then the next idea. We don't know. So why do we refuse it? Well, it's very scary to go into a medicine that you don't understand, that becomes an ally, that's in another dimension, that's giving you information about your whole fucking existence, and that's healing you, but you can't see it. It's like the Spanish Inquisition in South America in the jungle, just slaughtering everybody. Well, I don't understand that, so let me just kill a few million of them. And anyway, I like, to be, I like to rule by fear. Now it's more subtle. The fear is just more subtle. It's like, you know, it's everywhere, but it's more subtle. It's not like, you know, a sword-wielding, you know, soldier at the door in the name of Christ. Apes. We hijack everything. We hijack nature. We hijack each other. We just hijack everything. So we can control other people. The greatest fear for control is freedom. Freedom of thought, freedom of action, freedom of exploration into consciousness. 
so how am I, okay, how the fuck am I going to heal from something that happened when I was three or four, which I blacked out to, which I have no access to, which no ape on the other end is going to even get to, and energetically unblock because I'm a whole, my whole being is one big blockage. It's one big toilet of demons and shit because I was sexually abused and sent out to satanic. And how am I going to, you know, break the bonds and attachments with the people I grew up with? I mean, this is all a massive, a massive, complicated, you know, Google closet of wiring. You know how difficult it is? You know how powerful your code is? It's insanely powerful. And these demons and dark energies that are in you because of the trauma, oh, believe you me, you have them. They're parasites. They feed off fear. You can't see them. They're in you. How am I going to get home? My own parent is a predator and I'm bonded with him. I've blacked out what happened. I've invented stories around them so I can survive. You know, it's all pretty much sewn up. I can't see the original injury. Nowhere am I going to get to the original injury. I'm built like a fucking nuclear submarine. I'm built by the universe. I'm coated up with energy. That isn't going to collapse at my two o'clock session with a shrink. <laughs> it's energy. So I was taken in to that energetic field, taken into a past that's still present, shown, physically expelled, puked. I mean, it's just, I'm like one big energetic thing that's being shape-shifted as these things are being removed. I'm owned. I was literally owned. Why? Because I was too scared to go look, which is what they're counting on. Your fear. Your fear. When I had an exorcism in Peru, it was all around me. This thing, these five Indians were coming to me in a ceremony because this whole monstrosity of, of demonic shit owned me. It was all around me. It was inside me, outside of me. And when that thing went through me, it was like I was a black hole collapsing. Terror. Imagine like a small village in the jungle and there's all these fucking Spaniards show up with their swords and their muskets and their attitude and their fucking Bibles to slaughter you in the name of some, some shit. Control, believe us or else, it's the same thing that happened to me. And to anyone that's been traumatized if they're early, if, it, if they're young. It's an ambush, a hijacking of power over you. And with the assumption that you're, you're going to stay there because the terror is overwhelming. It's a fucking tidal wave of terror. You are going to freeze and they own you. Now they have you. And you're dragged into the lair of the dark. Which you will agree with and submit to. And if not, you're going to go take drugs or distract something. The agreement might look different for each person, but it's an agreement. Because the glue is the fear. The weapon is the fear. It doesn't matter what happened to you. Whatever your trauma was. They rejected, abandoned, left you, neglected you, abused you, hit you. It's all an injury to your energetic field. And nothing can really get into that energetic field. If it's very bad. Nothing but the plants. And I say again, in my case, I mean, there are all sorts of different things you can take, right? Perhaps you do it in a rave. But it was severe. There was no way I was getting anywhere near this shit. 
It owned everything. I'm, I'm still watching it come up in ceremony. Entities just like puking through me, like just there, all, all over me. I was hijacked. Now, you might go, oh, for God's sake, Maria, what do you mean you're hijacked? That's crazy, right? So that's the thing. We're living in a very limited dimension, like very, very limited. We've been here, what, two seconds? The plants have been here like two weeks. They have consciousness, they have spirit, and they have information, a lot of information. And I truly believe they are the technology of the future. Because if you go, if you work with the plants, you get information. People have gotten information about all sorts of things. That's how the Indians would go to war. That's how they would figure all stuff. They would eat, drink the plants and the plants would give them information. So, if you're looking to heal trauma, you're looking to face fear. There's that great line that says, don't be good, be brave. It will require all of your bravado and your bravery. It will require all of your courage to keep sitting and keep seeing. What the trauma, which then basically you're surrounded by these energetic darkness, which is the terror, they're counting on your terror. What was this evil doing when he did this to me? He was counting on my terror to submit. This is allegiance created by terror. A lot of the world, you can see a lot of it. It's the same thing. Half the fucking world is, is held in place by terror. Actually, more than half. If you don't follow this, this will happen. In some places, it's extraordinarily barbaric. We'll kill you, we'll cut your head off, we'll stone you, to whatever the fuck. You need to agree to my ideology or else. So the greatest teaching for me has been in all of this. It's like, here I am ingesting a plant that gives me all the information about what happened, that gives me all the love, the unconditional love to sit through it and face the fear and see the truth and wake up my fucking six, seven-year-old so I can actually see what happened to me. Nobody does that. No one. And I can do it. Why? Because I know that there's something bigger called the bloody universe that's full of different dimensions where I can get love, I can get safety, I can get understanding and protection, and then I can face what the fuck is going on. I would never in a million years, in a million years have been able to see and endure what I've seen and endured. Never. I mean, I have dark energies just pouring out through me every day. They're physical. They come, I mean, it's like a, a regular exorcism, just, just tons of them. From the original capture of being sexually abused as a child, right? Whatever it is that happened to you. When you are faced with that overwhelming terror, you go into lockdown it's your, your breaker switches, your master switch is just turned off. Your life is over. Your life force is done. You are now at the mercy of this thing. You've been hijacked. You're in shock. You're in terror. It's the threat of your extinction. They're counting on that, right? There's no life force going through you. Now you doubt everything. You negotiate everything. You build strategies to survive. It's like being thrown into a war that's been going on for 100 years. You know, welcome. Bodies all over strewn. It's just, it's just terror and danger and fear everywhere you go. And you're a powerless toddler. So you're owned. Try and get out of that one. Mr. Houdini, right?
you don't believe. How are you going to know in the twilight of consciousness when you're barely here? Like, who's going to save you? Like, all right. The fuck? I got dumped in the fucking hell. You're not going to say that. You're like, oh, these are my parents. This is it. How are you going to know? I was asleep. I mean, I, I just severed all of it. It just, I just went into a coma. It didn't happen. As they say, didn't like it, didn't happen. But it was, it was orchestrating my whole life. Once I shut down, I was already a prisoner of the evil that who was a complete loser who wanted me to basically become what he couldn't become. Now he owned me. I was a puppet. There was nowhere I was going to go, right? I was going to agree. Or go sit with a heroin needle under my arm and just, you know, drop out. I fell asleep, literally. That's what heroin does, right? You go into another world. I literally went into a coma. I didn't take any drugs. I just conked myself out. It was so terrifying. I didn't know I was conked out that I had 10,000 demons just slithering all through me because of what had happened. I was a slave of the dark. Now, how would I know? It was all around me. It was everywhere. I couldn't see it. You won't see it. You can't. If the terror is huge. So I, you know, survived it without being stuck under a, you know, under a bridge with a heroin needle. But what I was, what I had to do was to get to see it. How was I going to get to see it? What a major event happened, a divorce, horrible things, blah, blah, blah. You know, I was chucked off a cliff by the universe, which was horrible at the time, but a great blessing because it started the journey back. Oh, fuck, something's wrong. I thought I was doing everything right. I, I did everything by the book. I did everything I was told. Yeah, by evil. I didn't know that. You don't know. You're smothered. If there's big trauma, you're smothered. You're frozen. So, this capture, this ambush, this theft that happened in the twilight of consciousness was forever. I would never be able to get out of there. You know, you'd be in one bad relationship, another one, you know, you wouldn't, you're stuck. You're energetically, you're energetically frozen. But the ayahuasca, by ingesting the ayahuasca, and listen again, this is no easy task. It was, it's terrifying on many levels. It's, you're surrendering to something you don't understand. You're, you know, I mean, the greatest one was, <laughs> again, my, my, my mind has always been very powerful with medicine because I meditated a lot. So I was able to be very still. And I surrendered and I believed in the medicine. But I remember when I got home after my first trip to Peru and I thought, oh, yes, I'm done. I had these big exorcisms. I got this information. And I was literally in my living room and I was on a horse with these Indians. I was literally cantering, sitting on my cushion, right? going back into the past. Who's got a PhD for that? <laughs> Who's going to, how are you going to put that under a microscope? Huh? I was trans, you know, converting into different animals. The medicine was working. And then I was getting information about the abuse. I was taken into the past. 3D re, you know, holograms of where I grew up, of these rooms, of the people, everything. I got my own personal history, which I had no clue about. My father sitting on the savannah, looking at my mother like prey. I mean, no, right? So inside the plant world is consciousness, is information. It's a technology that we poo-poo because it's not inside some Swiss clinic lab on some MIT campus. Because it's an experience that's felt 
It's information about consciousness, about who we are in consciousness. I was never here. I never showed up. I just was drowned on arrival. I was shown in, 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 and I felt that. That wasn't even, I just felt that. I feel like I'm, feel like I'm, I can't seem to move. I feel like I'm stuck. I never knew why. Oh, I had great parents. Are you serious? That's what I thought, right? No, no, I had succumbed to the devil. I had agreed to make them lovely and fabulous. I did everything they wanted. It was for them. I was a slave. So, it feels very Harry Potterish. Magic. Oh, magic. We're energy. We build our realities. We shape them by our experiences, by our beliefs. Why does money have value? Because we've all agreed to say that it has value. If all of us agreed that it didn't have it, it doesn't have value. We have a communal agreement to believing things. Belief. What is that? Can you see belief? I can't see belief. Can you put belief under a microscope? No, it's energy. Thoughts. Put thoughts under a microscope. Your heart. What about your heart under a microscope? When it's feeling love. Of course you don't fucking understand it under a microscope because it doesn't work like that. You can talk about it in terms of molecules and of blood and the way it works. But describe love under the microscope. The realm of the infinite is infinite. The realm of nature is infinite. It is multidimensional. There are doctors. I've been in ceremonies where there are literally these little energetic doctors, I don't know how to describe it, who are literally in your system, moving through your whole physical body, looking to fix. You will feel like roadkill. I certainly did. How do you explain that? Oh, no, Maria, that's in some other... You will have to tread the unknown. It's like, you know, <laughs> I suppose it's like a, an Aborigine in Australia that looks up and sees a plane and has never seen a plane. Oh, I remember the first time a friend of mine was in Yemen and they saw a car and they tried to feed the car with grass. Everything is limited by our beliefs of it. This is a huge, unexplored universe. Huge. Didn't like it didn't happen. Oh, they didn't like the fact that the Indians were practicing and something they didn't understand. Oh, let me just go slaughter them. Horrific. Control, power. What was my thing? What happened to me? I was, con- I was used. I arrived and I was used to fulfill somebody else's life. Right? It was a capture. And in order for that to happen, I would have to be overwhelmed with terror, shut down, frozen, terrified, and then submit. That's sort of classic 101 military shit, right? Overwhelm the enemy, terrify them. So you're in torture. And you'll give me the information, or I'll control you, or or I'll own you. Everything is happening on so many levels. Now, the difference here is, is that, I didn't stay frozen because I surrendered to nature. I surrendered to something I didn't understand that we're all connected to. That's the origin of all of us. And said, I mean, I, you know, I, she tested me at the beginning because I didn't, you know, it was scary. I didn't know and I wasn't. But eventually I, I gave in. And when I surrendered, I got everything back. I mean... She was also fighting with 10,000 demons inside of me, coming from the energy of all that abuse and everything and the neglect and the fear and the whole thing. She's been cleaning me 
of that energy. So I can sit in ceremony and I don't give a shit. I'm not scared. I don't care. At this point, you know, it's been five years I've sat through this so much. It's like, whatever, bring it on. I mean, is it uncomfortable? Yes. You know, it's in my whole being. My arms are pulled, my legs. I mean, I'm just being pulled about. It's it's like having an alien inside of you, I suppose. But it's just the energy of all that darkness that I had to shut down and fell asleep to so I could survive. Who's going to write a paper about that then? What research is going on about that? How are you going to describe the spirit of this thing that is healing you? You cannot. You have to experience it. Talk about the molecules, but same thing. Describe an orange, orange, eat an orange. It's two different things. So I have literally... So when you're trapped or terrified or overwhelmed, you freeze, right, like an animal... An animal just shakes it off and then you submit because it's so terrifying and now you're living in a household where there's a monster that can send you out to be abused anytime or hurt you or physically, whatever. And you're, all you're doing is placating and submitting and building the airbag that this thing needs that it won't, you won't die there. And then, you know, rebranding the whole place so it's not really hell. It's like, oh, it's kind of like, you know, it's like a... It's, it's, you know, it might, might be like a little Hawaiian island, really. It's not really the gulag. And then you believe it. And you believe all of it. Why? Because it's too terrifying to face the fear because there's no fucking parents there. There's no one there to take care of you. There's no one to love you. How are you going to face it if there's not someone there taking... I'm not going to go to a fucking church to see some fucking man who himself is really a pedophile because he's, you know, been, you know, not allowed to fuck anything. So he's going to understand me? N- no. A shrink? Nah. I'm never going to trust a shrink or a stranger or a foreigner. But I can trust nature. I can trust the plants. It's safe in nature with the plants if you're working, obviously, with the right shamans in the Shipibo, if they're working inside the world of the light. Yeah, that's the only thing I can surrender to and trust. Because it's so powerful, because it's where you come from. It's where we come from. Nature. The one, the everything. That's the emergency room I want to be in if I'm dealing with this stuff in consciousness with this injury and consciousness and energy. Is it a gift? Absolutely. Is it a privilege? Absolutely. I would never have faced all of us. Never. A priest? Are you fucking serious? No. Fucking religious person? No. A shrink? I mean, they don't have any bad intentions, but they're li- everyone's limited. No. You go to nature. There it is, all of it. Your, your house of origin. I remember what I kept thinking was, I just want to go home. I just, all I thought my whole life was like, I just want to go home. I didn't know where home was. Nature. When you're one with the whole thing. I'd forgotten. I was in prison. I didn't know it. You know, there have been, what, four or five extinctions of the whole universe? You know, she'll just wipe us out. We're like, oh, done with you lot. You're a bunch of losers. Pretty much where we are now. Just let me eat, buy everything, eat everything. Let's just fucking ruin the whole world. Why don't we? So I can make my $5. Nature. I'm not a broker to nature. There are no brokers to nature. You can drink it in a plant. Of course, you have to do it with people who, who are the doctors, right? Who, who, who have the plant in them and have many plants in them and can teach you and show you and help you. But there's no, I have the monopoly on the universe shit. 
in religions and science and all this in governments. I have a monopoly on what? On control? On fear? If there's one thing you have to admit in all of this is you don't know. One of my favorite Zen Cohen's is don't know. Don't know mind. Don't know. Still don't really know. Now I've had a sliver of understanding and experience. Tiny. I got a tiny scratch into the universe. And in that scratch, the whole universe showed up to heal me and help me. Whether it was through uh, physical, emotional, mental. I, I wasn't going to believe what had happened. I didn't believe the medicine. I, I, I wasn't willing to let go of what had truly happened. I, I, was, I was blacked out. I was swarmed with these fucking things. I had to convince my own little girl, she, you have to tell me what happened. She wasn't going to tell me. She was blacked out. The medicine had to come in and say, okay, I'm going to give you so much love, you're going to feel okay, you're going to be safe. Safe, big word. I mean, I was looking for safety in strangers and foreigners and in anything. Fuck. I didn't know what I was afraid of. But I was always looking for safety. Now, how are you going to put your whole thing together? How are you even going to know? How are you going to have an entrance to any of this? I don't know. So... It's the power of the medicine. It brings you safety. It brings you love. It brings you healing. It brings you information, understanding. I mean, I was fucking living on a continent of a sewer of demons and shit. I had no idea. Because I wasn't here. I was just stolen. Tricked, used. I remember in one of the ceremonies, you know, hundreds of these Indians, and they all show up in my ceremonies, came towards me and they were like, Come on, let's go, Maria. I'm like, but I can't. I literally, I couldn't, like I was stuck. I couldn't go across the floor in the maloka in the ceremony space. I was like, it was like I was gravitationally unable to move. And I asked them, I said, why did I leave? And they said, you didn't leave, you were stolen. Kind of sums up the trauma if it happens early on you have no power what are you going to do with that overwhelm of pain of terror of whatever act it out hide it it's energy it's a distortion to your energetic field you're hijacked you're taken out of the river you're taken into the bushes you're stung like a scorpion. You're out. That's it. You're out. You're done. They're in all the horror that then ensues. Trying to understand why you're not whole, why you do things, why you don't feel at home, why you feel anxious, why you did da 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 da. I never felt home. I was never here. There were no parents. It was just survival. And then you have to kind of like force them into being what they're not. That was my, I call it my bubble machine. Like I was always trying to make them into what they weren't. And then you build attachments and they're, again, they're bonded, like believing in money. We, we, we bond, we believe, we, we make, you know, we just like this, this magnetic connection to these people to fucking survive. But they're the ones who've hurt us. That's what's like insane. Now you're bonded in there, you know, you're just like magnets. You're stuck there with them. You've built your whole being. That's why I always said, 
what else is going to take you out of the cake that you've cooked, you know, separate you out from everybody that medicine does? She uncooks you. Who does that? No one. But as I look back at the whole thing, I see, well, wow, it's exactly what we've done. We've severed from nature. We're captive by other apes and fed tons of fear. We feel disconnected. We feel disconnected from ourselves. We just disconnect from the world, from each other. And fear rules the day. How am I going to eat? Am I going to get a job? Am I... And if you're disconnected from the one, then you're really lost, right? If you're like... It's, you just, you've disconnected from nature. You've disconnected from your origin, from your home. All I ever wanted to do was to go home. That's all my, my prayer was like, I just want to be home. And there was no home. Home is wholeness, oneness. You're not 10,000 fragments because of trauma. You're not the broken teacup. Wholeness is you have a compass. You have feelings that are finely tuned. You're connected. You are aligned with yourself. Your heart pumps your truth. You feel. You can discern. No, you can't discern the trauma. You're just frozen and owned. The worst thing is that I reinvented them and made them into victims and bullshit and it's ridiculous. It's just, it's a fucking wimp. It's such a fucking wimp. And I realized one of the very powerful images I had was him coming home, he couldn't get a job and we're supposed to feel bad for him. He's sitting his head down, you know. And he comes into the bedroom and he's lying there and the sheet comes off and my mother and I are standing there. Now I thought it was a sexual thing, but no. It was his emasculated, you know, no dick, no testosterone, no man bullshit. We had to become the powerhouse. We had to become the strength that he wasn't. We had to be the man he wasn't. He's a fucking wimp. And a cruel piece of shit. And a trickster. That then, you know, sold his own daughter. Because his manhood was non-existent. It was a trick. So again, in the twilight, how would I know? I didn't, I didn't know any of this. <laughs> Fuck. He was a great man. I mean, it was, I mean, he did all this stuff. Bullshit, right? How do you know how much you've lied to yourself? How much do you know? You don't know how much you've denied to survive. All you do to survive, you don't know until you're there. I always say this, and it's like, you can say anything. You can go, oh, yeah, I believe in it. You don't believe in anything until the fucking gun is up against your head. Then you'll believe something. Then you'll be who you're supposed to be. Then you'll see what you believe. Oh, yes, I believe in the revolution and I'm here. You go out and fucking, you know, take up arms for a cause. Not many people do. You don't know until until you're in it who you are. Don't kid yourself. I mean, believe you me. It's what I've seen is that it's the capture of our spirit, our soul through fear. And then not having connection to nature, not having connection to that love and to that wholeness and to that power, then you're blinded, you're lost. You have to go along with the evil and the dark. You have to agree because it's in your brittle brain there's nothing but that. Well, this must be it. Well, I must be wrong to be upset about the fact I'm being sexually abused because, you know, this is it. This is what I was born to. I don't claim to know anything. I've just had an experience. I don't understand how the world works. I have no idea. But the lessons have been quite powerful. 
because I have been able to uncook, not me, but the medicine has been uncooking me, thawing me, allowing for my power to show up. My power is what I'm aligned with, with my heart. That's it. It's not that complicated. You know, it's not $10 million in the bank in Switzerland, right? It's, are you home? Are you connected to yourself? Are you one? Or are you a 10 million fragments because of trauma? Where one piece of you doesn't speak to the other. Somebody was talking about exile. It is like exile. They need to go find the exile piece of you. Unfortunately, mine was everything. I was one big, massive exile. It wasn't one moment in time. It was everything. That moment in time, I just fucked off. So if you're thinking about healing, I would suggest you think bigger about it. In other words, investigate the options that can really probe and take you into those other places, into the actual events. Find an ally that will go with you into the fear, that will hold your hand, that will support and love and embrace you as you go on your journey. Don't look for an ideology. Don't look for words. Look for the experience. It might not be in your language. It might not be in your ideology. It might not be with anything to do with you. I certainly didn't have anything to do with the ayahuasca. I didn't, never, you know, whatever. I didn't know about her. The universe will bring you home. But how much do you want home? Are you willing to sit through these walls of terror? How committed are you? How much conviction? It's all a mystery, really. But the great thing is that we can have access to the mystery by ourselves, not through another ape that wants to control and have power and basically limit your consciousness. Your consciousness is huge, infinite. When I sit, I'm aware. All of this has been awareness, which came out through meditation, just being aware, like I'm watching this whole theater. I am the channel for all this darkness. If your energy, you're like the Aegean, you're divine until an oil tanker comes and dumps all its oil in you, all the demons, all the darkness, all the, the restriction of your life. We all have something to do when we're aligned with who we are, when we're purely aligned with our heart, with our minds. There's no negotiating that. In trauma, you're negotiating everything. You're strategizing. You're covering shit up. You're manipulating. It's all, it's like you're dancing on hot coals because if you stop dancing, that fucking thing is going to eat you up. I didn't want to see what he did to me. I fell asleep. And asleep, I became a martyr. When I fell asleep, I abandoned myself. I abandoned myself. I made him more important than me. He hated on me, I hated on myself. I accepted that was there gonna be no childhood, there was no innocence. I was thrown immediately to the lions. 
and I made that okay. Why? Because I didn't know there was a bigger universe. I didn't know that there's this place called nature, which is everywhere, has all this information, which I could access through the medicine. I had no idea. I was looking for safety. I couldn't, I didn't know where home was. Well, if I can't find home, well, I'm, I'm stuck here with this shit. I better agree to this shit. I'm stuck. There's no one to come, come rescue me. There's no one coming. I'm surrounded by demons. I'm surrounded by this thing. Well, I better make this work. You don't know you have the power to leave. And that's the trick. Because you don't know that you have the power to face that fear. To thaw. To see it. I couldn't see any of it. I wouldn't allow myself to see any of it. Because the terror was so huge. I would die. It was all around me, but I couldn't see it. That's the power of this medicine. You get to see all of it. You get to open and uncover that door that has all the secrets. That little closet where I was like in a fetal position, just curled up terrified. The place where I had agreed to protect this man. I had agreed to protect him. He was such a fucking loser and I was so little. He used me. To live his life. To make him into someone because he was such a fucking loser. And I agreed. How would I have known that? How would I have known that there was a whole piece of me that I'd completely severed? No way. I had built an allegiance with him to protect him. In a ceremony, I was like, you better tell, I was speaking to my, my little girl was right next to me. I'm like, you better tell me what happened because we're fucked otherwise. And then the whole earth opened up. Now the thing was, I never knew it was him. I thought it was done by people. No, he was the one that handed me over. And to see that, took five years of literally an archaeological dig dig to give up the bond and the connections and the gravitational pull to protect this piece of evil because the terror was equal the same as the gravitational pull. The forces of terror were the same as the forces of the gravity that kept protecting him, right? The terror equaled the protection. They were sitting in this one code. The more the terror, the more the protection. For this medicine to just break that code took five years. And I felt like roadkill in that ceremony. It was a constant pounding, showing, seeing, loving. You know, you, it's okay, you can let this go, you can let this go, you can let this go. And then I finally said, yes, fucking avalanche. I want to let this go. I want my power back. The protection was equal to the terror. The more he terrorized me, the more I protected him. That was his way of keeping me in check. It's a way of keeping the secret that I was carrying. To break that code and that bond, the ayahuasca was literally churning through me day after day after day. I saw it. That was a victory. 
I felt like roadkill. It was the worst ceremony ever. I wanted to, I puked up. My whole trachea was so raw. It was in my system. I was carrying it. But then I thought, I'm done. No, then I had to go into the underworld and see what they did. It wasn't enough that that was just the first gates of the first gates of hell I had to completely tear open. The next wall of fire was when the Jaguars showed up two weeks later, three weeks later. I mean, there was nothing. It was like, oh, I'm done. And then like, okay, no, now we have to go into the underworld. See who these people are, what they did to you, how you were tricked. Everything must be removed. And if you want everything removed and you want yourself back, the medicine will continue to ally with you and heal you. You won't like her. You won't like the methods. You won't understand it. It will be tough. You won't understand anything. I mean, I was, again, I was in a horse cantering with all these Indians, right? I was shape-shifting into animals. I was in holograms. I was, you know, entities were coming through me. But the love I felt, she surrounded me with love. She was there with me all the time. The amount of unconditional, I've never ever known this much unconditional love by something that is not manifest as a physical thing. This was a journey like no other. So you want to heal? For real? Some people say so, but they don't really want to heal. To wake up. To return home. I just wanted to go home. I didn't know what that meant. I just knew that I was exiled somewhere that nothing made sense, that I didn't feel connected. I was just improvising. I didn't know it was going to be this difficult, this challenging, but you never know when you go in, right? The more you connect, the more difficult it becomes, by the way. Don't kid yourself. It doesn't get easier, it gets harder because you get closer and closer to the pain to the source of the trauma. You've got to go face that monster down. Again, I thought it was over when I saw my dad. Oh, I'm done. No. That was just the topping. I saw it in 3D holograms and ceremonies. Guys with the capes. Definitely some satanic shit with a bunch of pimply English people who wanted power, 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 power over a child in a bed, a, a guy just breathing the alcohol on me, being given over in a, in a, in a, in a fairground, the terror. I didn't want to be a child. It was so terrifying. And then the pull of the attachments. Oh, my mother. No, they were all in it together. I was completely blinded. No one gave a shit. They gave a shit about what they felt like, what they looked like, but they didn't give a shit about their children. It was all a show, right? So, the cleanup has been huge. I thought, oh, you know, I go do this one ceremony down, five ceremonies, I'll... No, 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 no. I suspect you know when it's all over. Well, not, I don't know. But the journey, if you're taken off the road and into this healing venue, practice, connection, ally, it's a marriage with the medicine. It's a relationship that you build exclusively with this medicine. And it's a privilege. It's an unbelievable privilege.
an unbelievable blessing and you're home. I don't know how else to say it. For the first time, I'm home. It's like, oh, I'm here again. I'm here. And there's nothing frou-frou, there's nothing kumbaya. This is a fierce medicine. You're going to feel the rage and the hatred and the how dare you and the, you're going to feel things you have never felt. There's nothing kumbaya about this medicine. It's fierce. It's a warrior. It's going to make you man up. It's going to take you into the deepest caverns of hell. And you're not going to like it one bit. But when you experience the love of this medicine, this massive, unconditional, universal, throbbing power of I have never felt love like this ever. It's not just love. It's, it's the nuclear powerhouse of love. You realize nothing can hurt you there. Nothing. Nothing can stop you from seeing what you need to see. Even the greatest fear, you just are surrounded by love. Power. One ape over the other. Fear. Let me control you. How are you going to get over that? How, where are you going to find an ally for all of that? A real ally. Nature. Nature. It's insane. Powerful. Like nothing else. Like nothing I've ever known. And again, I've only had a tiny sliver of this understanding. You are nature. You can connect to divinity. You can be healed in consciousness. You are energy. You don't need another ape to take you there. You don't have to believe anything. With this medicine, it's all happening. She's only illuminating what's already inside of you. There's no one with a crystal ball. Go heal in whatever way you can. It's available to you in any moment. Bye.